Listener Production. A spacecraft is being sent to death, all to give a big rock a nudge. I'm Dr. Sophie Calabretto, and this is The Science Briefing, a podcast about the science of everything. In just under two weeks, a NASA spacecraft will crash into an asteroid. And yes, they're doing it on purpose. The goal is to push an asteroid called Dimorphos out of its orbit. And they're not doing it to prevent an asteroid apocalypse, but instead to experiment and see if it's even possible. Today, darting towards Dimorphos. Okay, Matt, so this Dimorphos situation sounds a whole lot like that Bruce Willis movie Armageddon, where he basically hurled himself at an asteroid to stop it blowing up the planet. I mean, yes, it's, I guess, similar to the plot of Armageddon. I haven't seen Armageddon, but people have told me about Armageddon when I've been telling them about about this story. I also see it a little bit like um, the Netflix movie, though, Don't Look Up, where we know there's a big asteroid coming towards us. Matthew Aegis is a science journalist for Cosmos magazine. But right now we've got no means of getting rid of it, so we should try and, you know, sort that out in the event that that ever did happen. So in essence, yes, Sophie, you're right. We are plunging something at an asteroid to try and change its path. Okay, so tell us more about the Dimorphos asteroid itself. So this is an asteroid the size of a soccer field. It's about 160 metres across. Dimorphos, however, is only a baby. In oh. asteroid terms, it orbits a 780-metre-wide parent asteroid called Didymos. Uh, so Dimorphos is the moonlet which orbits the big one, same way that the moon orbits Earth. That's cute. The Didymos-Dimorphos asteroid system has been out of telescope range for most of the last two years, but now it is close enough to planet Earth that NASA can use its network of powerful telescopes to look at it. And so as a result, a team at NASA has been planning the final stages of this mission. And on September 27th at about 9.14am in the morning for Australia's eastern states, that's Tuesday week, The asteroid will be around 10.8 million kilometres from Earth, so astronomically the closest range that it has to us to be able to execute this mission. So that's when the DART project is scheduled to reach its destination, the Dimorphos asteroid. Oh, okay, very cool. So what is the DART project? What is it trying to do? DART is short for Double Asteroid Redirection Test, and basically it's attempting to crash a spacecraft, the DART spacecraft, into the Dimorphos asteroid to nudge it out of its orbit. That is very cool. The DART mission launched last year in November. Scientists have been monitoring it ever since to make sure it's ready for this big impact. And at the front, there is a little camera. So it's taking pictures throughout the journey, feeding it back to the NASA team here on Earth over time. And this camera is basically the eyes for the project. So it will be used in guiding it to its final destination. And there's two goals with this project. As you've correctly identified, the question is, can we actually hit a small distant object with a very fast moving spacecraft? And the second goal is to see how Dimorphos actually responds to the impact. Is it actually gonna be moved out of its orbit? Wow, so tell us a bit more about moving Dimorphos out of its orbit. How exactly do they expect this all to go down? How fast can you run? Sophie. 
Uh, I, my fastest time, the 100 meters, was 12.75 seconds, but that's when I was young and fit. And it's probably not too bad for us mere mortals, but this will be going a fair rate quicker. So when Dart hits Dimorphos, it's going to be moving at around 24,000 kilometers per hour. Yeah, I can't run that fast. Yeah, 6.6 k's per second. So pretty fast by any measure, and especially in the terms that we're talking about astronomically here. It will hit with the energy of around 2,000 tons of... TNT blowing up. But the crater will only be about 20 metres on the surface. So it's a massive impact, a small crater, but there are a number of other variables at play factoring into whether the DART mission is successful. And the main one is how fast Dimorphos is moving in its orbit. Right. So why is orbital speed such a crucial part of DART success? Well, a change in Dimorphos's orbital speed, so that's how fast it orbits around Didymos, is the gauge of success for the DART project. Mm-hmm. So what they're trying to do is push Dimorphos ever so closer to Didymos, and this will create a, a new orbital duration. And when this impact from the DART spacecraft takes place, the asteroid will be nudged just a few millimetres closer towards its parent, but that could reduce the orbit by around three minutes. So that's enough time for our powerful space telescopes here on Earth to calculate a difference in the total orbit time. Let me just clarify, Matt. The DART spacecraft crashing into Dimorphos will basically just reduce the time it takes for it to orbit its parent asteroid. And then when NASA can measure that, they'll be like, cool, we've done what we set out to do. That's absolutely right. The bigger question here, for me at least, is why are we doing this? Does Dimorphos or Didymos pose any threat to Earth? No, it does not pose a threat to Earth. And there's no chance that you could knock this asteroid out of its orbit in any way that would end up threatening us as a result of this mission. The main reason we're doing this, or at least NASA says this is the reason, is planetary defence. So should we come at any point face-to-face with some sort of world-threatening asteroid Armageddon or don't-look-up style, Mm -hmm. at least we would have had one attempt in the can to try and do something about it and to know that we could. Perfect. There are other objectives as well. So scientists have never had a chance to see an asteroid moonlit like Dimorphos up close and personal. That being said, DART won't give them a very long time to look at it. It will only be but a pixel in Dart's camera up until the last hour or so before it hits. But it might give more insight into what Dimorphos actually looks like. Does it look like a pile of rubble? Is it a single solid block? This mission might tell us more about how this moonlet formed and how it eventually partnered up with the parent asteroid Didymos. Interestingly, though, most of the science is expected to come from another mission scheduled for 2026, and that is called the HERA mission. Okay, so what's the HERA mission? It's been described as basically conducting a crime scene investigation of the DART impact. So in October 2024, it will launch and it will compare images of the crater formed by DART's crash to those seen by HERA four years later. Again, it could give us more insight into how these double asteroids form, but also how cratering works on things like low gravity worlds throughout the solar system. Okay, Matt, so you've already explained that Dimorphos does not pose any threat to planet Earth, but what if, in some hypothetical, Dart misses the asteroid? Have you seen the Simpsons episode where the comet's coming to Earth, Sophie? Yeah, I have, yeah. Yeah, and they launch the rocket 
and it misses it. It does miss it. Yeah, it misses <laughs> it horrifically. And it blows the last bridge out, or the only bridge out of town gets blown up. That's right. Fortunately, there's no bridge to blow up here. It would just, you know, miss the asteroid and go off in its merry little way. Um, NASA themselves have said that if they miss this asteroid, though, then they've really messed up. So it's certainly not factoring into their calculations at the moment. And that's an actual quote from NASA. They had an interview recently with Scientific American magazine. So if it fails and somewhere down the line we do have an asteroid heading straight for Earth, there are many alternatives that have been suggested. One is that we try and blow it up, um, but that has issues with it as well because rather than having one big asteroid, you would have lots of fragments coming towards Earth, which probably isn't very good either. NASA sees this sort of planetary defence testing as a necessity, even if not everyone agrees with them. But the argument that NASA makes is that it's good to know that you can do it on the off chance that we ever have to. The dinosaurs didn't do it 65 million years ago. They forgot to send the satellite up to, to knock it out of the park and look what happened to them. So better to knock an asteroid off its course rather than blow it up with nukes or whatever other missiles you want to send up. Matthew Aegis is a science journalist for Cosmos magazine. You can read more of Matt's reporting at cosmosmagazine.com. An article by Richard A. Lovett for Cosmos Magazine also helped make this episode. That article is called Darting Towards Dimorphos. The Science Briefing is produced by Listener and the Royal Institution of Australia. This episode was produced by Jake Morecambe. Mixing by Dave Stein. Our executive producer is Melanie Withnall. I'm Dr. Sophie Calabretto. Catch you next time.